Great teachers don't just come from the classroom. They can be found almost anywhere in your life. That's why we, Wade and Hope King, created this podcast to connect you with the stories, the tools, and the joy you need to take education to the next level. Nowadays, everyone's an educator. Whether you chose that career or not. And we're all in this together. So come on, let's do this. It's time to get your teach on. everybody welcome back to another episode of the get your teachron podcast this is a first for me you guys because today i am doing this episode solo i don't even know how to feel about this right now so if you hear me dialoguing with myself it's because i'm like wait a second i don't have anybody else to talk to so you guys are just my friends today like we're just gonna be besties and i'm really excited about this episode because basically i've called all of you people here to vent about all the things that's stressing me out but here's the deal we're gonna make a deal okay if i can vent about the things that's stressing me out you can vent in your car or on your run or wherever you are about the things that's stressing you out so wade is not with me today guys i don't know when he's coming back to the podcast you let me know if you know i think i'm just gonna put applications out there for a new podcast co-host because Wade will be back at some point. Hopefully next week we'll be able to make it work with our schedules for him to be a part of the episode with me. If not, next week's episode, I'm just going to dedicate to telling you all the things that I think about Wade. We're just going to, we're going to put that kind of pressure on him and see if he shows up for next week's podcast episode. But we are going to dive in today and I'm really excited about talking and chatting about things that I am committing to ditching. As we head into the fall season, I love a good season change. I feel like a lot of times it's the turn of a page and it's a fresh start. And that is a lot of times when I do my best thinking about, okay, where do I want to be and how do I want to show up for myself and others in this season? And so I just want to talk about some things that I am committing to trying to get rid of as we head into the fall season. And I want you to start thinking about maybe if you have some of the same things in common with me that you need to get rid of or if you have your own things. And by the way, I'm not talking about these things because I have successfully gotten rid of them. I am saying that I am making a commitment as we head into fall to get rid of these things. So I'm going to need for y'all to hold me accountable in some way. Send me a message on Instagram. I don't know, but let me know that I've got this, okay? So let's talk about some of these things that maybe in this past season, I feel like this actually, I feel like this season has been, I don't even know how many years because I feel like the seasons actually haven't changed since the pandemic hit, right? We're all feeling that very much so. And we're like, whenever the pandemic's over, that's when the season actually changes. But these are things that I've really been kind of struggling with, I think, since the start of the pandemic but they are really starting to show up for me and they're starting to become very clear to me. And I, they've kind of created a toxic space for me in some of the aspects of my life. And so I really want to commit to getting rid of these things. And I think that one of the biggest things for us as educators is mindfulness and awareness. I honestly, I know I shared it on previous episodes that mindfulness truly is like a new term for me. I feel like I really didn't learn it until this last struggle with anxiety and depression that when I was going through therapy, I really found the power of mindfulness practices for me. I've always done the Calm app, but I've always called it meditation. And I know they're very similar, but I feel like mindfulness co- or is kind of like a co-relationship with awareness and just taking time and space to sit with our feelings. And I know that is not easy, especially for those of us who do struggle with anxiety or depression, taking space and sitting there with our feelings 
it sucks. Like it, it can be really difficult and really challenging, but I feel like that's also where the healing begins because healing and growth can only happen when we admit to ourselves things that we're struggling with, things that that we're feeling. It, it's one thing for others to tell us about ourselves, but when we know it to be true of ourselves, that's when we can start moving forward. So I'm going to share three main things that I want to commit to, because again, before I even dive into these things, I want to point out the importance of the fact that we cannot let go of everything, okay? I just finished a um, recording of a session that I'm doing for a conference coming up, and one of the biggest points that I wanted to make was edu- to educators was do not look at the whole staircase. I think that has become the problem and the challenge for a lot of us because I'm seeing it in my messages and I love so much interacting with you guys through messages on social media. So feel free to DM me and and tell me your your feelings because I talk to a lot of people about their feelings and my feelings. But teachers are just saying, "I, I don't even know where to start. I've had teachers tell me they left their profession, and understandably so. It breaks my heart. It makes me sad. But I I understand that they are doing what they need to do for themselves, and that is the first and and most important thing because if they are not showing up for themselves, then it's impossible for them to show up for students. But I think that one of the biggest challenges with where do I start or I'm so overwhelmed is that we are looking at the whole staircase. And that is very, very overwhelming because for me right now, my staircase is extending into eternity, (laughs) for lack of a better term. Because to me, there's so much uncertainty and there's so much unknown that we, you know, we thought we had a handle on this pandemic and now it's like, the floodgates opened up again. And so I feel like when the floodgates opened up again and we had to go back to being masked and doing all the different things, my staircase extended into where I can't even see the end of it. And if that's where I'm looking, I am going to be in the fetal position in my closet because there is no way that I am going to even want to attack the first stair because I'm like, even by attacking the first stair, I still have a thousand more stairs to get up to even hope to see an end. So I think that as educators, we have to first recognize that let's make small shifts. Let's make small adjustments that are sustainable. And that is why I chose three main focuses for what I'm ditching in the fall season because, yeah, I'm sure there are 75 more things that I need to get rid of. But by focusing on all 75, I'm not even going to start with the first one. So as you're thinking about things that you can get rid of, things that you can let go of, things that you can be mindful of and the way that you respond to these certain things, think fewer think small, think what can I commit to make sustainable change to? And so that is less kind of a less is more mentality. Uh, Speaking of actually, my first one is I am letting go of a do more mindset. Currently, if I'm being honest, and I've always been honest with you guys on this podcast, and that's what I love so much about it. This is always my therapy sessions. Talk therapy is great. And just knowing that you guys are out there listening, I'm like, okay, I'm actually not just talking to my white wall that I'm staring at right now. But if I'm being honest, I am currently in a place that I am not ditching a do more mentality, but I am taking on way too many things. And I am starting to really feel the effects and the impact of that in a big way. And I feel like I had made a lot of growth and change to letting go of a lot of things. But again, as seasons change, as we have to what is the word pivot? We all love that word so much. As we have to pivot and as, you know, in in my world and in the work that I do right now, you guys know that I'm currently serving educators. I am a teacher of teachers. Really, I'm a collaborator with teachers. That's basically what I say because we I learn so much from teachers, I hope, just as much as they learn from me. But 
in that specific space right now. And, you know, we do live events with Get Your Teach On. Our events are constantly having to be modified or adjusted or canceled or postponed or, you know, just so many different things. And I'm like, well, if we can't show up for teachers live and in the way that we had planned, how do we show up for them? How, how do we? So obviously we're, you know, we're gearing up and preparing for our virtual Rock Your School conference this weekend. And not only that, Wade, are, Wade and I are doing a lot of virtual trainings to schools and we're going in person to schools and we're going to them since they can't come to live events because we know a lot of districts aren't allowing travel. And I'm like, okay, the next thing we got to do is we've got to help teachers find a community. And so we're creating a whole part or piece of our Get Your Teach On community called GYTO Belong, where we are creating small community groups for educators. And, and we're pivoting that way to give everybody that space where they feel uplifted and they feel like they belong. And obviously we're bringing content content to this podcast and, and talking about the hard conversations. And I feel like that even though I know the power of a do less mentality, I'm doing more. Not because I'm constantly like, what can we do more? How can we serve more versus how can I serve better? And I think that that is a huge distinguishing point that we need to make for ourselves. Not how can I do more, but how can I do better with the things that I want to focus on? And then I won't even mention, you know, moving into a new, a new house. And as much as I tell myself that we're going to start slow and we're going to take it one room at, and we are, that's what we're doing. We're taking it one room at a time, but y'all, I can't even find my, my stinking jeans in my closet because my closet is still literally mounds of clothes. And so instantly, although I already have so much on my plate, I walk into my closet and I'm like, do more. Do we, this closet has to be organized today. Maverick's closet has to be organized today. And so for me, it's quickly spiraling, but I'm recognizing that. And I think that that's the important thing. You have to recognize it. And so not allowing yourself to spiral into the do more, but do better mentality. And so it is so easy to fall into that hustle culture, right? And a lot of times, Daniel Patterson has been on the past couple of episodes, and we talked about not mistaking busy for successful. And I think that that's been my mentality for so long is the busier I am, the more people I am able to help. But at the end of the day, if I'm burning out and my fuse is short and my candle is burning at both ends, then what good is that going to be long term? And so just wanted to encourage you to maybe start thinking about how you can do less better. And I think that is going to set us up for rather than looking at that whole staircase, I very much feel like I'm in a whole staircase mentality right now. I've got the pivoting of the conferences and I've got how can we show up for teachers? Teachers are telling me they don't know they don't know what to do. They want to leave the. I, I I feel that as a burden for me because how can I sh- how can I show up for them better? How can I give them more and and the house and and with raising you know a toddler right now and and by the way we just pulled him out of his school and that's a whole other story and another stressful story, but. Again, if I'm looking at the whole staircase, I'm not even going to want to take the first step. So really focusing on this season, and again, it's not going to be an overnight shift at all, but just me being mindful of that and aware that's going to allow me to start being able to drop those rubber balls, to let them fall, and to recognize that, you know what, this closet will get organized when it gets organized, and I'll just wear the same pair of jeans every single day for the next six months. I don't know, you guys. That If you see me in the same pair of jeans, don't question it. Just go with it. So that is number one is a do more mindset. I am ditching that, um, or I'm going to commit to ditching that. Number two is getting rid of items that don't serve us. <laughs> I feel like, okay, this has two faces to it, okay? One is the physical items, and then one is the items that we do not see physically. And so it is getting ready to move. You know, usually a lot of times that is the time that you decluster and you throw all the things away. Well, if you know anything about our moving story, we literally had to have people move us 
because we were traveling every single day in August. So all of our crap just got transferred into this house. And so while, and, and don't get me wrong, I, there is nothing more freeing than throwing things away. I, I am not a hoarder. I love to throw things away. I become a hoarder when I don't have the time to throw things away. But I love to get rid, like there, it feels so good. When I get, people know when I get stressed, I start cleaning. That is my coping mechanism. I just love to clean. But it is because getting rid of things, there is just something that feels so good about that for me. Um, So I'm really focusing, you know, just on getting rid of the physical things in our household that we don't need, getting rid of things. I always feel like a decluttered space just gives me a much freer mind to be able to process and think. I know that sounds so silly, but I know somebody out there is just like that. Somebody out there is like, when I have a clean space, when I have a space that is organized, I'm telling you, I'm just a happier person. I function at a higher rate. That is just how it is. But I also think that we have to um, consider the items, and I'm putting items in quotation marks, that don't serve us that are not necessarily a physical object, but an idea. So maybe that is toxic friendships. Maybe that is toxic relationships where colleagues at your school, you guys are getting together and Listen, we know that November and December become, and October too, Lord, God bless a teacher on Halloween, but we know that these months become kind of difficult and they become long because we're looking forward to the new year. We're looking forward to January. When when seasons become long and things become very challenging, that's when we tend to really band together and wallow in our self-pity together. But maybe those are creating toxic spaces for you. So maybe you need to go back and listen to the previous episodes and learn how to set boundaries for yourself with your friendships, with your colleagues, with the, the people, the individuals in your community. So maybe that is something that you need to get rid of that doesn't serve you. Maybe you are investing time into something that you are not seeing an outcome for, right? And so um, maybe you're staying at school too late and you're like, I'm, st- listen, If this is you and you are like, I am staying at school too late and I'm still not getting it done, you need to start leaving earlier. You need to start leaving earlier because what you're doing is you're staying at work super late, exhausting yourself. You're going home and you're still angry that you didn't get it done. That is not a recipe for success the next day, okay? So if that is you, it's possible that you're not using your time wisely in the following days because you're so exhausted from staying at work so so late every single night. You're gonna be a great teacher. Even if the lesson plans aren't perfect, even if all the copies are not made, you are still an incredible teacher without all of those things, perhaps even more so. Because if you can create stronger connections with your kids because you are well-rested and you have the capacity of what we need to be able to grow relationships, that right there can develop that trust, that understanding that's going to help our kids grow exponentially academically because they are going to open their minds to us actually teaching them right? Versus like, my teacher is always angry. My teacher is always frustrated, or we feel like we don't even have a connection with them. We're not going to learn from somebody that we're not connected with. That's just, that is just facts, right? Think about, I can still name my favorite teachers. And the reason they were my favorite teachers is because I made a connection with them. The power of connections is so strong, right? So what items do you need to get rid of that don't serve you physically or perhaps ideas or people or relationships or time things that are time restraints or time restrictions that you're giving time to something that you're not seeing the outcomes that you want to see. So I've talked about, y'all, this is hard. This is hard for me to, this is going to be hard, but I'm going, I'm going to work on it this season. Talked about a do more, ditching a do more mindset. We talked about ditching items that don't serve us. And then finally saying yes when it isn't a heck yes. So there is a difference between like, 
yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do it versus, oh my gosh, yes, I'm so excited to be able to do that. Now, let me just tell you the flip side. Sometimes, even if it's a heck yes, you still need to say no. So really evaluating if it's a heck yes, I feel like that's the starting place. And then once it's a heck yes, it's like, do I have the capacity to be able to do this so I'm still in a heck yes when I'm actually doing it? I think a lot of times, and Wade and I have shared this on episodes before, but we fear the FOMO. And we're like, oh my gosh, I would love to do that. And we commit to it and it sounds great. And I'm so excited about it until it comes time to actually do it. And then I'm like, why did I say yes to this? Well, it's because I feared the FOMO. I feared, you know, not doing it and that would make me sad. But sometimes saying no means that we then open up capacity later on to be able to say heck yes to something that we really want to do. So I'm really trying to focus on what I am saying yes to because, again, by me saying yes to so many things, and I love that Get Your Teach On. Y'all don't know this, but the people who work with us do. I love that Get Your Teach On. We have started doing a a shop, uh, like a boutique-style merch shop, and y'all – I just have the best time. Like the girls and I, and we just talk like, and I'm, I am not a fashionista. Okay. But I love, I love style and I love, I feel like clothes can just make people happy and make you feel confident. And so, um, we wanted to start a space for teachers to be able to purchase clothes that number one, makes them feel confident. Number two, that they can take into their classroom. It makes them happy. Right. And so we started a boutique space and I am so stinking. That was a heck yes for me. Right. But I also have to be careful in that heck yes, because I can become very consumed and carried away with it and thus not being able to carry out my other obligations. So for me, really thinking about, okay, the fact that I love doing the the shop, get your teach on and being able to source different um, articles and pieces of clothing for teachers, I've said yes to this. And it truly, it makes me so excited. Y'all, it's almost as good as a room transformation. Not quite, but it is very close to how a room transformation makes me feel. But by saying yes to that, I might very well have to say no to some other pieces, some other things that I might want to do, but I'm like, no, because I've said yes to this. And so again, just being mindful. I feel like this so much goes back to that do more mentality, that do more mindset. We've got to get rid of that. I need to be slower to say yes. And I think that is always such a positive character trait of someone is when they say, let me think about it. I respect that person so much because I'm like, good for you. Good. You do it. Good for you for going home, going to a space that you feel comfortable or safe, sitting in your car and really evaluating whether or not you have the time to be able to say yes. Like that, that to me, I just respect that so much. And so I need to be better about that because I love being a yes person. Like, It kills me to say no to things, right? But long-term, that can come back to bite us in the butt. So those are the three things that I am focusing on as we transition into a new season, into fall. And I'm going to think of it as a blank page. But I'm curious of what you need to let go of. Do you need to let go of those similar things? Do you have other things that you need to let go of? I would love for you to share those things out because I do think it is important to verbalize, vocalize, and make a commitment because a lot of times that that kind of makes us, it just sticks with us longer to think about it. And we are, well, I said I was going to do this. We are more mindful of it. I'm not saying it always works, but I would love for you to um, message me on social media or tag me in a post and let me know the two or three things, or maybe it's just one. Maybe you're like, you know what, right now I can only commit to one. 
but that is better than no commitment at all. And it's better than trying to commit to five and doing nothing at all. So think about the one, two or three things that you want to ditch as we head into a fall season. Write those things out. I have mine written out on my blog because, again, I wanted to post it publicly, so I had it there. So when I am creating or looking, I see it visually. Write it out for yourself. Make it vis- make it visual for yourself so that way when you are saying yes to too many things or you are holding on to something that you shouldn't be holding on to or you are constantly doing more, that you can take a step back, be mindful, and make a plan for moving forward. So I hope this conversation was helpful for you guys. It was helpful for me personally. So again, thank you. Thank you for being my weekly therapy session. I appreciate you guys more than you will ever know. But if you like this episode, you feel like it was useful or helpful, and you feel like someone else could benefit, we always are so incredibly grateful when you share it out. You tag us. You tag Get Your Teach On so that we can share that you guys are enjoying it. Also, it helps us to know what content we want to continue to create based on the things that you enjoy or the things that you like. And also when you guys share it out, you help us get the message and spread messages to teachers a lot of times who need them or who might not be hearing them. And you help us grow this community. And there is just something powerful about community. And the biggest part of the Get Your Teach On community is you guys and y'all being willing to help us spread initiatives and messages. None of this would be possible without y'all. So we always love when you share things out and let us know that you are loving it. You guys, I hope that you have an incredible week. Again, as we are preparing for this fall season, it is one of my favorites other than the allergies, so I am looking forward to it. But have an amazing week wherever you are, however you are feeling. Remember that number one, you are the best teacher for those students. And number two, showing up is enough and it is a step in the right direction. Focus on the stair and not the whole staircase. I'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. The Get Your Teach On podcast is hosted by me, Wade King. And me, Hope King. The show is produced by Sterling Coates. And edited by Andrew Weller with production support from Chase Mayo. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. The Get Your Teach On podcast is a 3% chance production.